Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Thursday. It's July the 1st, 2021. That's weird. It does feel weird. My wife was saying last night, she's like, do you realize it's already six months until Christmas? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You know, the year just, I mean, it seems silly to say Mm -hmm. it, but it does feel like the year's gone pretty quick. It does. And Kyle was talking about, hey, is this is this a good year or a bad year? I'm like, I can't really Aww. figure it out just yet. <laughs> because last year, I guess most kids would think it was, quote, a bad year. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think things are starting to get a little bit better. Yeah. But, you know, anyway, uh, getting ready to head into the 4th of July weekend. There's a lot of people who are going to celebrate the final day of work today. Because some biz, uh, businesses are doing the whole Friday off before the holiday weekend. Mm. Some businesses do the Monday off and some do all four. When you work in media, just a heads up, man, if you ever take a job like this, no time, there ain't no time off. I think they look at it like, Hey, that's a pretty easy job. So we'll just make them work all the time. Right. I think my wife thinks this is an easy job. Really? I don't really think she understands exactly the mental stress that we put ourselves under. It's it's yeah. But until you do something like this on a daily basis for a long time and you wake up at three 45 every morning, Mm -hmm. you really don't get it. I know it's kind of tough to under, especially when my kids are up at 1130 and 12 mm-hmm. at night thinking it's, you know, fun to skip around and keep the TV up and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. They don't care. Mm-mm. They don't. They don't all. care. I'm like, Kai, I've been up for six hours already. So I just woke up, dude. <laughs> Look, I've done half a day already, almost, <laughs> or at least a quarter of a day. Uh, there was a story out last night that I saw right before I went to bed about the passing of Biz Marquis. What would you like to say about that? Oh, baby. Oh, what do I have to say about it? Yes. Because there were all kinds of tributes on social media I saw last night. Hmm. And then this morning I read, he's not dead. His reps say he's not. <laughs> Let's just start a rumor. <laughs> That who does that? I don't know. Who I don't does know. it? This like oh, let's start a rumor that Bismarck Key something happened to him. Right. I have no idea. He used to be on Yo Gabba Gabba too at one point. Oh, we used to watch that with Kai Muno and Broby and all those characters yeah. from Yo Gabba Gabba. DJ Lance Rock, I think, hmm. that was a fun show. But anyway, uh, according to what the reps are saying, Bismarck Key is still alive. If That's you read good. the rumors last night that he wasn't. Uh, again, today's July the first, National Post Worker. Day. Uh, we'll try that again. National Postal Worker Day. So if you know somebody out there who's yeah. uh, delivering the mail, shout out to Thank them. You. Those who work hard, those who transported across the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, National U.S. Postage Stamp Day, which I can't tell you the last time I've actually walked into a place and bought a book of stamps. A book of stamps. Because that was a big deal yeah, back in it the was. day. I need to go get some stamps. I'm out of stamps. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yes. And I think so many people now just kind of do their their shipping via you know printing the label and stuff right. like that. Or you'd get like a roll of stamps and kind of keep them in your middle thing whenever you needed to, to send something off. Right. Do you yeah. mail anything anymore? Do you mail any bills or anything? A couple of things, but it's it's random. Not yeah. not very much. Yeah, we don't either. Uh, National Creative Ice Cream Flavors Day, National Ginger Snap Day, and also one of my favorites, man, today is International Chicken Wing Day. Mm. And the biggest debate about chicken wings in my house is um, who has the best. Because my wife thinks I say Hooters just because of the restaurant and the you kind of do just visuals no (laughs) visuals i'm telling you i'm telling you i take the visuals out of the equation if you bring me hooters wings i'm tearing up them hooters wings 
Now they might taste better in the restaurant, but she's asleep and I'm not going to tell her that. Yep. Thursday. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1995 and John Michael Montgomery had the number one song in country music on this day. And I said, hey, pretty lady, won't you give me a sign? I'll, I'll give you anything to make my own mind. I'll do your bidding and be at your back and call. Yeah, I've never seen anyone looking so fine. Man, I gotta have her. She's a one of a kind. I'm going once. Going twice. I'm so a lady in the second row. She's an eight. She's a nine. She's a ten. I know. She's got ruby red lips, blonde hair, blue eyes. And I'm about to bid my heart goodbye. Come on now. It's John Michael. Guess what? Well, the auctioneer was going by a mile a minute. He was taking bids and calling them out loud. Get up, it's sold. And I guess I was really getting in it. Oh, yeah. Cause I just shouted out above the crowd. And I said, hey, pretty lady, won't you give me a sign? I'd give anything to make my own mind. I'll do your bidding and be at your beck and call. There you go. Yeah, I've never seen anyone looking so fine. Man, I gotta have her. She's a one of a kind. I'm going. She won my heart, it was no contest. With the ruby red lips, long hair, blue eyes. Well, I'm about to bid my heart goodbye. 26 years ago today, this was the number one song. Yeah, we found love on the awesome block, and I hauled her heart away. Oh, yeah. Now we still love to laugh about the way we met that day. When I said, hey, pretty lady, won't you give me a sign? I'd give anything to make you mine on mine. I'll do your bidding and be at your beck and call. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's an eight, she's a nine, she's a ten, I know. She's got ruby red lips, blonde hair, blue eyes, and I'm about to bid my heart goodbye. There you go. It's John Michael Montgomery sold the Grundy County Auction Incident. Number one on this day in 1995. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, here it is. It is Thursday morning. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. All right, gotcha gossip today on Bill Cosby. There's a big story that he is out of prison. And it was a wild one because I don't know that people really thought he was going to get out of prison. Uh, But the story is, in the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, they overturned his conviction. Uh, Basically, what they said was that uh, Bill Cosby was denied protection against self-incrimination back when he was in trial. And they said, uh, based on that technicality, that he was free to go. And because he's free to go, uh, he's not able to be retried on those charges, which were some pretty heavy charges. So Bill Cosby's been in prison for three years, but is now a free man. Uh, Bill says, and I quote, I have never changed my stance nor my story. I've always maintained my innocence. Thank you to all of my fans, supporters, and friends who stood by me through this ordeal. Special thanks to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court for upholding the rule of law. But the wild thing is, Bill Cosby today is a free man. Gotcha gossip on Britney Spears. Like 
So Brittany, who is now 39, has been under the conservatorship of her father since 2008. So in case you didn't know, last week Brittany spoke out about the conservatorship. She told uh, the court in, uh, in Los Angeles that she wanted it to end. She said that she felt enslaved and trapped and she wanted her life back. Yeah. So it was just reported yesterday that the judge has denied Brittany's request at the current terms of the conservatorship and it will remain with her dad kind of. I guess, in charge for now. So we don't know really any of the reasons behind her ruling. We do know that Brittany's lawyer is expected to file a new request for her to be freed. But just so you know, as far as money goes, Jamie Spears, her father, is paid $16,000 a month to manage her $60 million estate. That's crazy. So again, Brittany Spears fails uh, in her try to remove her father, Jamie, as sole conservator. There you go. Got your gossip today on Ryan Reynolds. If you're a fan, yes. just a heads up, he's now on TikTok and people are freaking out because he's pretty funny. So Ryan Reynolds goes to TikTok and he's going back and doing a little spoof from the movie Just Friends. If you remember in that movie, he does uh, the song, I Swear by All for One. <laughs> so in his first TikTok, he shows up, he kind of slides into the scene. He's mouthing uh, the words to the song and he says in the caption, I swear you will all be disappointed by this account. <laughs> so, uh, this is what it sounds like Ryan Reynolds showing up on TikTok. I'll never break your heart. And I swear. He's on your screen now. By the moon and the stars and the stars. Completely off. I'll be there. He's not matching up to the words at all, but it is cute. And of course, people love him. Uh, so far, 4.6 million likes. <laughs> In the last 24 hours, just for that one video, Ryan Reynolds is now on TikTok. And y'all, of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we gotcha gossip. Sometimes there's stories that just make you feel good. Ah, I feel good. I feel good. I feel good. With Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so you love your dog. I do. Couple dogs at your house. Mm -hmm. Crazy puppies. I have three at my house and... Even though sometimes dogs will drive you crazy, what would you do without them? No. They become part of your family. So imagine this couple moves into a home about a month ago in Simpsonville, North Carolina. Uh, and their dog was you know, having a great time in the new house until some of the neighborhood kids started shooting off fireworks. Mm. And we just talked about this the other day with Dr. Kevin Reed from VetCare. So the deal is the dog got spooked because the dog heard the noises and didn't know what to do. So what a dog does in situations like that is sometimes it's the fight or flight deal. The dog took off and was gone, ran off. The family started freaking out because they didn't know what was happening. They didn't know where their dog went. Of course, like everybody does, they get in the car, they drive around the neighborhood, they make posts on social media, you're driving down the streets, calling your dog's name, and uh, nothing. The dog didn't come back. So the story is in the middle of the night. The, the guy who is the owner of the house was sitting there and he heard some stuff going on outside and he was kind of freaked out by the noises. It's 3 a.m. in the morning and he heard something at the door. Of course, he probably wanted to reach over and grab, you know, a little pistol or something <laughs> just in case. And then he uh, heard the doorbell. Hmm? He goes to the door to see what's going on. It was Raja. No. The dog. It rang the doorbell. Who sniffed the ring doorbell. And pushed it with its nose, oh my goodness. alerting the family that he was there and back home safe. It's a wild story, but it's one of those stories that just makes you feel good. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so there's some big news out there. 
thanks to a new ruling by the NCAA. Uh, looks like now there's uh, college athletes who can begin to profit off of their names, their images, and their likenesses, and it starts immediately. So basically, let's just pretend that in a situation like this, there is, um, I don't know, a car dealership or there's a big store that wants to sponsor an athlete. Yeah. They will have the right to go and negotiate with the athlete or with the athlete's agent to go ahead and have sponsorship deals done. This hasn't been allowed before, at least in a long time. Yeah, okay. And, and the deal behind it is, like, the athletes can't get paid by the university to come there and play. Right. Like, you know, Arkansas State can't say, hey, we want to pay you to come and mm-hmm. play. But let's say there's, a, I don't know, a car dealership that wants to pitch in, and all of a sudden it makes the deal a whole lot more interesting mm-hmm. to come and play in a certain market. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking in a situation like this, as I, as I really dive into the Arkansas State aspect... As you know, I've been a big supporter of Arkansas State for a long time. Also, for what, the last seven years, six years, something like that, I've been the host of A-State football. Yeah. Down there on the field. So if you go to the games, I'm down there with the microphone on the big screen. Yeah. Interviewing, welcoming, and doing all the different stuff, right? So I'm thinking if these college athletes have the chance to start making more money through branding opportunities, I believe that I should have the opportunity as well. Really? Yes. I believe that what I'm going to start doing is selling sponsorships via the radio. I'm going to use this airtime, which I am paid to be on, to then sell extra sponsorships that benefit me directly. Um, I don't know if that's allowed, if you can do that. Like, imagine if I had my, my shirt on. And most of the time, I wear my shirt when I'm doing these games. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if we've ever seen you shirtless during the games. You know what, though? I could paint different things, different messages on my chest. You could. That could be part of your sponsorship. I could be like uh, at Arkansas State, they have the naked guys. I could be like those guys, but Basically, I could have different sponsorships. Yeah, okay. And then I could, you know, each time I'm on camera, I just wipe it off and I start with a different sponsorship. You're not a dry erase board. Okay. Maybe that's not the best idea. No. You think that's the wrong kind of attention? No, and if I know you, you would be in too much turmoil to know that you're going to have to take your shirt off in front of the cameras. You would, you, Kelly, I used to do that for a living. That was my it wrestling It doesn't game. matter. It's different now. It is different now. <laughs> okay, so I'll keep my shirt on. Okay. What if, I don't know, what if I started wearing do-rags out there and I had sponsored do-rags? Well, you have done that. Well, not not on camera. Yeah. um, You think that's a good look on camera? I don't, you know, for visiting teams, I I don't know if maybe, maybe not. You think that'd be scary to the the older end of the demographics? Do you know any do-rag companies? Well, I'll reach out to Hulk Hogan and see what he gets out of those deals. He Uh he makes it work. How can Hulk Hogan do it and I can't? It's Hulk Hogan. Exactly. And I'm about a quarter of his size. (laughs) What if, okay, so the do-rags out, the chest thing's out, the shirt. Do you think a shirt like with logos on it is a good idea? Because uh, then I could put stuff on my back, too, and I could just turn around and be like, hey. I don't. I'm telling you, if these athletes are going to have the chance to have sponsorships, <laughs> I want it, too. What about sunglasses, where I could put messages on my sunglasses? Brandon, you're a little bit older than the athletes. I'm not even being mean. I'm just saying I I think maybe Tell maybe me. your time is, has flown that is, you can't say that. No, you are a great host. But when it comes no. to like branding, yes, I think they're going to want to go with someone a little bit younger. No, you need to go with somebody who is experienced and has market knowledge. Oh, and twenty years of market mar- value. Oh, so if you would like to sponsor me oh, as I host games, and I haven't even approved this through Arkansas State, so uh, if the Chancellor Kelly Dampus uh, is listening, or Coach Butch Jones, or Coach Mike Bellato, light or Sarah, him up, Coach Sarah Munoz. Please ignore this part of the show. 
Lynn Fry's listening. I just don't want to get in trouble. But I do want to sell sponsorships to myself oh, on my body. If you okay. guys would like to sponsor my body, it is available for sponsorships. This is ridiculous. You can reach out. You can reach me on social media, and I will allow you to sponsor different parts of my body. <laughs> no, that didn't sound right. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. 27-year-old Vincent Marks lives in Plaquemine, Louisiana, near Baton Rouge, and he likes to pretend to be a police officer. Okay. And earlier this month, he pulled someone over near New Orleans. Well, his car had flashing lights on it, so the driver assumed it was a real cop and pulled into the parking lot. Well, then Vincent used his own car to block the guy in. Well, he whipped out a fake badge and acted like a police officer, but it turned out he had picked the wrong person to mess with because the driver happened to be a real police officer who was off duty. (laughs) So the guy also recognized Vincent because they had had run-ins before. So, yeah, he was involved in some sort of domestic dispute earlier this year. Well, it sounds like he took off when the real cop recognized him because it happened on June 10th and they were just able to track him down earlier this week. Oh my gosh. So Vincent is facing charges for impersonating an officer. Wow. Speaking of playing make-believe, I can't stand people who pretend they're cultured, cultured when they think about Mozart. Really? I bet they haven't even seen any of his paintings. Whoa! Mozart was music, Brandon. I understand that. And there's even more proof that wow. people are crazy. Wow. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Heading into the 4th of July weekend, lots of people are going to get in their vehicles and travel. We're talking about a lot of Americans. Get your motor running. Get out on the highway. We're looking for adventure. And whatever comes our way. Yeah, darling, go make it happen. Take the world in a loving place. Legit, Kelly. The stats are showing. 132 million travel. 132 million Americans will hit the road just in time for the 4th of July holiday. And they're saying that's the most people that have been traveling since Christmas of 2019. Kelly says if she's going to go spend time with her family. Oh, that is not what I meant. That is not what I meant. Okay, so we have the times where you want to travel, according to uh, AAA, right? So this is stuff you can pretty much stick to because they've studied traffic patterns. They say roads are going to be crazy busy this afternoon and tomorrow afternoon. Okay. And then on Saturday between 11 and 1. Those are the worst times. This afternoon, tomorrow afternoon, and Saturday between 11 and 1. So the best time to travel, if you're trying to think, I want to get out there, but I don't want to hit the crazy traffic, especially if you're having to go, like let's say you're going to Nashville. And you're going through Memphis and the bridge deal because that's a whole big Mm -hmm. disaster. Uh, The best times to travel are late tonight, early tomorrow morning, which will be on the radio for that. uh, Saturday evening and all day on Sunday, which is the 4th of July. They say actual 4th of July traffic because most people are kind of getting set for whatever they're going to do on the 4th. Yeah, right. So and then early Monday morning is okay. You don't want to be traveling on Monday afternoon because a lot of people are still going to be off on Mm -hmm. Monday and everybody's trying to get home. Right. And if you're going back home on Monday afternoon and you have to go back to work on Tuesday, you are not happy. Mm-mm. 
there is road rage and you are ready to get home and the kids are ready to get yep. home. It's crazy because sometimes, you know, you're on your way to the trip, like uh, you make a beach trip and everybody's in a great mood on the way there because you know, when you get there, the, the destination is amazing. Mm-mm. And then on the way back, that trip. No, it's the long, it turns in from a eight hour trip to like a 16 hour trip. Right. It feels like the longest thing ever. Mm-hmm. There was the one trip we came back from Panama City Beach, and we told Kai, hey, Kai, if you're good on the way back, we'll take you straight to play putt-putt, which we really didn't want to do because it's going to be like a nine or 10-hour drive with a kid and then straight to putt-putt. But we had him. We tried to get him to be good the whole trip. We pulled up to putt-putt, closed. <laughs> so you broke in. You want to talk about a fry out. <laughs> that kid who waited nine or 10 hours to get to putt-putt. Oh. And tried to be the best he could possibly be. When we pulled up there and it wasn't open. And you know how you know when a place isn't open, but you still check the door anyway? Mm. I got up there to the door and I was like, I don't even want to turn around and look because I know they're going to give me the look. Yeah. But anyway, uh, be careful on the road if you do have to travel. Of course, if you do travel, you can always take us with you. You download the apps, you listen to the podcast, and we'll be right there with you every step of the way. The podcast is super easy, and it's available everywhere. All you have to do is search Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. Thursday, July the 1st of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to a friend of mine and somebody I did a morning show with many years ago. Now she does her own morning show on her very own radio station. I'm such a big fan, too. Yeah. One of the reasons you kind of ended up liking the show. So happy birthday to my buddy, Allie King Sugg, who celebrates today. Happy birthday. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe today's also her wedding anniversary, too. So anyway, happy birthday to Allie. It was double B and sweet Allie. Few years ago, mm-hmm. I'm thinking 0405. Wow, crazy, isn't it? So, happy birthday to Allie King Sugg, who celebrates today. Also celebrating, J.C. Grooms is turning 12 years old. Ben Hur, happy birthday. Bridget Neal of Stuttgart is celebrating. Karen Weatherford, happy birthday. Dylan Barnes of Stuttgart celebrates today. Alex Holzhauser is celebrating. Lee Watkins. Of Jonesboro, Stephen Cochran has a birthday. Chris Nichols celebrates today. We have Brittany Vandiver Doyle celebrating a birthday. Jacob Wolfman, happy birthday. Dustin Lake of Jonesboro, Taylor Reed celebrates. Matt Morris of Harrisburg. Moochie celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday, Moochie. Moochie. Uh, Scott Ward of Stuttgart, Jacob Turner celebrates and Brooke White of Wynn has a birthday today as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Hillary Burton is 39, former MTV VJ, One Tree Hill, and also the wife of Negan, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh, yeah. You're jealous of her. Yes. You are extremely jealous yes. of Hillary Burton. Happy birthday today to Liv Tyler. Who is 44. Of course, she was in Lord of the Rings. Her father just happens to be Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. 
Yeah, and he also, if you remember, when she was uh, just about 17 or 18, he cast her to be the star of some videos. Yeah. It was Liv Tyler and Alicia Silverstone in videos for Aerosmith. <laughs> That's one of them. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they were both in this one, too. Okay. Which one was it where they put on the VR headset? Wasn't the guy in the VR headset? I don't remember. Way before that was a yeah. deal? Happy birthday to Liv Tyler, who celebrates today. She turns 44. Happy birthday today to Missy, Misdemeanor Elliot, who is 50. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. It's your primitive is when you at It's your primitive is when you at If you got a big Happy birthday to Missy Elliott, who's, who is 50 today. Melissa Peterman is 50. That's Barbara Jean on Reba. A single mom who works two jobs to raise her kids and never stops with gentle hands and the heart of a fighter. I'm a survivor. Barbara Jean's funny. Melissa Peterman, 50 years old today. Happy birthday to somebody Brandon knows very well. Pamela Anderson. Oh my goodness. <laughs> who is 54 today. <laughs> slow motion run. She was such an important part of my teenage years. Famous red one-piece swimsuit. Yeah. Kelly's going to wear that on the fourth. Okay. <laughs> Happy birthday goes out to Pamela Anderson, who turns 54 today. Alan Ruck is 65. That's Cameron and Ferris Bueller's day off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dan Aykroyd is 69 today from SNL. Ghostbusters and, of course, Coneheads. Did you say Ghostbusters? Yeah, I did. Come on now. If you know it, just sing along. Dan Aykroyd, 69 today. There's something strange in the neighborhood. Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! There's something weird and it don't look good. Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! Dan Aykroyd celebrating today. Happy birthday, man. Why does this song make me smile every single time I hear it? Dan Aykroyd, 69 today. Happy birthday today to Fred Snyder, who is 70. That's the legendary voice of the B-52. I got me a Chrysler and it's about 20, so hurry up and bring your jukebox money. Fred Schneider of the B-52 70 today. And happy birthday today to Blondie. Deborah Harry is 76. So Blondie, 76 today. Do you know these? I do. Let's do one more song from Blondie. One way or another, I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna get you, get you, get you, get you. One way or another, 
Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Blondie, Deborah Harry, who turns 76 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, let's do this thing. Welcome to Thursday morning. Half of the year is over. Today is July the 1st. (laughs) And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. And we have Country Music News today on Lauren Elena. If you trust your So Lauren Elena announced she's coming out with her own book. The book is called Getting Good at Being You, Learning to Love Who God Made You to Be. So it's going to be available for pre-order online everywhere books are sold in November. Uh, but what's cool, Trisha Yearwood wrote the foreword. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Now, her story is interesting. Mm-hmm. But in the book, Elena shares stories about her life in the spotlight. Of course, she was on American Idol. She talks about Dancing with the Stars. She talks about life lessons that she's learned about, dealing with self-doubt, feeling comfortable in her own skin. Yeah. She also is going to include uh, behind-the-scenes photos from her career in music, along with lists, tips, and practical strategies for boosting self-confidence. But again, it's called Getting Good at Being You, Learning to Love Who God Made You to Be. It's Lauren Elena, and it comes out in November. Right now, Lauren Elena has a really fun song out with John Party oh, yeah. called Getting Over Him. Yeah, it's fun. We were There you go, Lauren Elena right there. How about country music news today on Maddie and Tay? How does he sleep at night? So if you kind of go back and look at the career trajectory of Maddie and Tay, that song was huge, and that song really brought them back. If you remember, they kind of started off with a couple of pretty big songs. This was a big hit. But then they went away. They came back with Die From A Broken Heart, and now they're set to release another song, and we have the official video as well. So the song is called Woman You Got, and it kind of goes through and spoofs a little bit of Risky Business, the Mm -hmm. movie with Tom Cruise. It spoofs Clueless as far as the video, and their husbands, Maddie and Tay's real-life husbands, are included in this video. It's a different look for them. It's kind of a fun song. It's called Woman You Got, new stuff from Maddie and Tay, and it sounds like this. cute about that that looks like something that like if you were just hanging out with your girls that you and your girls would do like when you did your girl week in a little rock oh yeah that that is what we did like that's it right that whole video yeah Yeah, basically so it's maddie and tay it's called woman you got and it's up this morning on the brandon baxter in the morning blog if you want to go and check it out we have country music news today on darius rucker but don't think i don't think about it 
So Darius Rucker used to be in a band called Hootie and the Blowfish. Now, if you think I'm crazy, Brandon, for even saying that, yeah. there's real people who are out there that aren't aware of this. So Who are these people? I know. He talked about it on a recent interview. He said, quote, there are a lot of people that have no idea. I saw a guy online say, I was told... I, I was today old when I found out that Darius Rucker was the lead singer of Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh and I'm like, really? But if you think about it, he has such a, a like a distinct sound. Oh, you yeah. would think that people would put that together. He also says, quote, one time I finished a show and this guy comes on Twitter and he goes, man, the, the show was great. But how come you played so many Hootie covers? <laughs> I didn't know you liked Hootie so much. Wow. But anyway, I just think that that's funny that it's almost like that's his alter ego. You know, there's still yeah. people that have no clue of all the awesome music that he was as Hootie, as Hootie and the Blowfish. Like this right here. Oh. I got a hand for you. 1994 right here. Is it? Oh, man. I guess that explains it to the younger end. But as somebody who lived it, man, yeah. some of the best stuff. I said it, I don't care. I just run my hands through a dark hair that I much all of us had this album. The Hootie stuff, yeah. right? I only want to be with you. It's Darius Rucker with Hootie and the Blowfish, and that is your country music news on Arkansas's morning show. Brandon Baxter in the morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is July the 1st, and today in pop culture in 1954, in the city of Ashland, Kentucky, a country legend was born. His name, Keith Whitley. Keith Whitley went on to pass away in 1989, but he leaves behind some true country classics. Don't close your eyes, let it be me. Don't pretend it's him in some I'm a big fan of Keith Whitley. He also did this one. I'm no stranger to the rain. But when I get that foggy feeling, what am I feeling now? If I don't keep my. So Keith Whitley would have had his birthday today. He was born in 1954. Today in pop culture in 1972, the Doobie Brothers released their second album. Uh, It contained their first really big hit, which I believe most of us will know. This one from the Doobie Brothers. 
1972. Today in pop culture in 1979, it was a big day in Japan because Sony put out the Sony Walkman. It was Aww. debuted in 1979. This is a deal where you could take your music with you. It was portable. You didn't have to be at a record player or a tape player or in your car. The Walkman, as we would call it, I guess, would attach to either your wrist or your pants or you could carry it and you could play your favorite cassettes. So I had one of those. Yeah. Did you have one? Uh, my dad gave me his his used one. Yeah. So I think my mom got me a new Walkman at some point, but I don't think I had one until like the late 80s. It was such a big deal. It came out in 79. I can tell you the because I'll never forget the cassette tape that I had. I think I was in uh, sixth grade. So that would have been 89. Okay. So anyway, uh, the cassette that I had was George Michael, his uh-uh. solo stuff. <laughs> yeah. Of course you did. I loved it. Put your tiny hand in mine. not sure why this was what I chose, but this was on my Sony Walkman. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the other kids had Metallica, NWA. Hey, listen, I was listening to the Beach Boys. So. <laughs> 1979. Uh, today in pop culture in 1999, Jennifer Lopez released her debut album. It was called On the Six, and it featured this one. And her debut album also featured this song. You know it. If you had my love, Jennifer Lopez. I still can't get over the way she looks then and the way she looks now. It's better. It's crazy. Uh, Today in pop culture in 2009, it was one week after the passing of Michael Jackson. And Michael Jackson became the first act to sell more than one million song downloads in a week. And this was after he passed away. Again, a big fan of Michael Jackson, too. So I think about, you know, George Michael, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. We can just go through and play so many of these too. Yeah, you're stuck in the middle. Why are we basically the same? I don't see why, why. Tell him that it's young in nature. This wasn't a favorite when I was younger, I but I love it now. But this one? Oh, I love this one. It don't matter if you're black or white. And today in pop culture in 2016, Lady Gaga got her driver's license. She was 30 years old. Wow. So the story is, is she spent 
She spent her early adult life driving with a learner's permit, and some adult had to be in the car with her at all times. <laughs> so at the age of 30, Lady Gaga goes and gets her driver's license for the very first time. And I wanted my license when I was 15, not 30. I think people now realize how talented she is. So there you go. Today is July the 1st, and that is Today in Pop Culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. You know, I was looking at my email and my social DMs and all that stuff, trying to see if I have been invited to a 4th of July party yet. And I believe my email's still down. <laughs> I think my text might be down, too. Well, I'm just surprised that you think that you're going to get an invitation through email. I don't understand what is up with people. I know people I, are doing stuff. I would just assume that people would just send you a text or call you and say, hey, bro, you want to come over? Yeah, I'm yeah, sure. Not that yet, though, right? I'm sure they're just waiting till the moment's right. Well, yeah, because we're on the air right now, so right? Do it right yeah, now. but surely with the Fourth of July coming up, mm-hmm. you know, I'll be invited to do something. Yeah, of course. Somebody. Surely. <laughs> I was reading a deal this morning. This is good news if you're fans of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I have good Cowboys news, and it's not very often we get to say those words. Yeah, but this doesn't relate to the football team. Uh, just a heads up: CMT announces that they're going to continue the most popular and longest running. Dallas Cowboys uh, series of all time on television. It's Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders making the team. That is such a great show. And it's coming back for season. What is it like uh, season 16? Mm -hmm. That's crazy to me. I have a friend who has watched every single episode since it started. She has been a fan since, I mean, the beginning. Every episode. Yes. Tell me what's uh, because I've never been allowed to watch it. Um, well, basically it's all about making the team. So like the first of the season, you've got, you know, it's got all these girls and it's been a second since I've watched it. So if you watch it, it might've changed, but basically all these girls come in, it's been all of their dreams, their whole life to be a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. Um, and they come in, they have to come in with a a dance. They get taught a dance. They get all this stuff and they come in and train. So many of them make it. And then you just basically keep training throughout the whole year. They have to do weight things. They have to make weight. They have to do all kinds of stuff. But do you see like the behind the scenes of what it's like to be a Cowboys cheerleader? Yes. Because I would imagine like, you know, it's, that's not a high paying job. No. But the idea behind it, because I think I walked through uh, one of the stadiums on a tour one time and they were talking about how like the, the cheerleaders get paid. Is it like 25 bucks a game? Well, it's not good at all. But there's endorsements mm-hmm. and different deals where you get paid to do different things as well outside of that. Plus yeah. on your resume. You were a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. And I had a friend from when her dad used to work for the Cowboys, and um, I got to go with her and her daughter. This was years ago. And this is also up on my, in my Instagram if you ever want to see it. But we got to, her daughter went and did a camp for Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Yeah. So we got to go in and watch the cheerleaders. You know, they're all in uniform, but not their – they have, like, workout uniforms. Yeah. Um, and I got to meet a lot of them, and it was really nice. We took pictures, and she got to go through that whole camp. And at the very end of the camp, they get a little outfit. Dallas Cowboy cheerleader Ooh, outfit. That's cool. And then I think Thanksgiving that year, she got to go in and dance at halftime in the little Dallas Cowboy cheerleader outfit. But it was super, super cool. I would love to be able to go and be at a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader camp. I bet you would. I'm just wondering if I could still sign up. Can I do that? Will you look that up? You for know, me? I don't know. It might, you might be over the age limit just a little bit. I'll be a chaperone. 
I'll take Kai. You could be a chaperone for the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. I could do that. Yeah. Also a father figure to most of them, right. which would be just fantastic. <laughs> Speaking of George Michael. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's pretty cool. The show's going to continue. I believe we have had from Arkansas a number of different mm-hmm. ladies who have gone and ended up as Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, yep, which yeah. I think is, I mean, that's such a big deal because for the rest of your life, you can say, hey, I was a Cowboys cheerleader, which to me in in the cheer world, I would think that like the big ones to be would be a Cowboys cheerleader or a Lakers girl. I had a friend that I went to Washington Baptist University with. She is my sweet mate. Her name's Ashley Hutchison. You can yeah. look her up. And she was a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. So um, I got to see her kind of live out her dream of that, too. Yeah. So it's really, really cool. And one of Leslie's friends, her aunt, was a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader mm-hmm. as well. So pretty cool stories yeah. right there. But if you're a fan of the Cowboys, fan of the cheerleaders, just know that the TV show is coming back for season number 16. And it begins again on September the 17th. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. So sometimes I guess I annoy my family. I'm not exactly sure why they get so annoyed by me. But last night I was in the living room on the big TV, right? And we had just had dinner and I was going to watch something I wanted to watch. I had baseball on for a minute. And then I was like, I'm going to go over and show Kai a music video because I like the song and he likes the song. And I thought we could sing along to this one. I wish I could go back to those days when the town was the whole world. Jam, right? And love was the girl next door. Soundtrack with the song in the dark. I'm sitting there and I'm going... You know, it's weird because like I am such I, music is such a part of my mm-hmm. fabric. It's like I don't know if I was it was always there for me. I always had songs I liked that I related to and stuff like that. So if I want to put myself in a better mood, it's through music. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, OK, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to sing with it. And let's say cut for whatever reason, when I play my music, they get annoyed by it. And I don't really get it because I'm wondering, like, are they not? Fun or what is it? <laughs> well, it depends on what you're playing. Because I'll go through and I'll play, you know, different songs on uh, like YouTube. I'll, I'll play the videos and I'll sing and I'll hope they'll sing with me. Okay. Sometimes they don't. Well, this one's a little bit. So I was going through watching music and they both abandoned me in the living room. So I had it to myself. And I saw that Sawyer Brown had done something at the Grand Ole Opry. And I love Sawyer Brown, right? So Mark Miller was the lead singer of Sawyer Brown. And it starts off with The Wall. And I haven't watched one of those Opry shows, so I didn't realize how many songs they would get to perform. But they kept performing. I was loving it. I got to give credit where credit is due. I thank the bank for the money. Thank God for you. So, and I could see it. Like, I could just see myself. I had a smile on my face <laughs> ear to ear. Oh. is on and here comes pride in the backstretch. Heartache going to the inside. My tears are so Kelly, I was loving it. I'm trying not to fall. And I just kept on going. Six days on the road. I'm gonna make it home tonight. The big finale from Sawyer Brown was this one. Well, I ain't first class, but I ain't quite trash. I'm wild and a little so, crazy, too. Some girls don't like boys like me. Oh, but some girls And then do. the family comes back into the room as that's wrapping up and the party was over. <laughs> That did it, huh? Because then I was like, they're just, I don't want them to kill my vibe. Yeah. So I just killed my own vibe. Yeah. I didn't want to give them the chance to do it. I just killed my own vibe. Right. 
But then I thought, I remember there was a point, you know, I went to my first concert. My very first concert ever was Michael Jackson. This is 84, 85, the victory tour, Texas stadium. I'll never forget. Uh, pop decided to take all of the grandkids. Cause we were all big fans, especially me and my cousin, Dustin and pop was going to take us, but he didn't buy tickets in advance. So we got to Texas stadium where the Cowboys played oh. and pop had to go try to buy tickets from a scalper <laughs> and pop was gone for what seemed like hours. Oh my goodness. But we got in and that was the first concert, but that was so early in my life. I was like seven or eight, you yeah. know, and then I spent all these different years afraid of concerts because I saw videos and documentaries of mosh pits, so I thought every show had a mosh pit. You thought you were going to have to crowd surf. I thought Debbie Gibson would have a mosh pit if you got close to it. So I avoided all concerts until one time we went to the Texas State Fair to see Sawyer Brown play. And that was my first teenage concert. Wow. And they were fantastic. Mm-hmm. And the energy, and this is in the 90s, so everybody's going crazy for those songs. My first concert, I guess, would have to be, I was old, I guess, for my first concert. What, I was a senior in high school. Yeah. It was boys to men. Yeah. At the Pyramid in Memphis. That's good. How good were your seats at the old Pyramid? Uh, they they were good. They weren't in the the nosebleed. Like we weren't all the way at the top, but they were they were decent. Have you ever been to those seats at the top of the Pyramid? Yes. It felt like you were literally just stuck straight up and you were looking straight down. And you were going to fall over if you even just barely leaned. Yeah. We gave WWE tickets uh, to somebody one time and I saw our winner outside in the concourse. (laughs) And I'm like, wait, you're in the middle of the show. And like, let's say The Rock was out there. I'm like, why aren't you watching? He's like, I can't handle the seats. Oh, so yeah, I think it's a fun topic. And we talked about this the other day. I was at uh, Elite Men's Health and we were talking about first concerts and you know some people are going oh my first concert was prince my first concert was metallica my first concert was guns and roses so if we put it out there today what was your first concert my first concert was blank we want to know what you're thinking today just go to facebook.com slash brandon baxter in the morning brandon baxter in the morning all right, so we're going through, and we have this discussion going on on first concerts. And Kelly says her very first concert that she ever got to go to was Boys to Men, which is a good one. That is a good one. My mom didn't like this song. She not? That's a surprise. <laughs> My first concert was Michael Jackson. Second show for me was Sawyer Brown. Well, I ain't first class, but I ain't and there was a lot of years in between them. All right, so we want to go through and kind of see what you guys have experienced as well, concert-wise. Because we had this discussion the other day at Elite Men's Health. It was kind of fun to hear different things. Some people said, hey, it's Metallica. Some people said Guns N' Roses. Uh, and we have a bunch of different responses already this morning. And it's fun because they're all over the place. Yep. This first one, this is two two people, Jason Martin and Wendy. Their first concert was New Kids on the Block. Oh, my gosh. Of course <laughs> that was a big concert. All right, so... I think people still go to new kids concerts and I think they have a great time. My daughter went and she loved it. 
She Absol- went. She's sixteen. Well, she went to that concert, and they, it was with them and Paula Abdul, and I think it was a. Uh, it was some other 90s group, but yeah. she loved it. Yeah. Okay, cool. What else you got? Let's see. Abby Vaughn says her first uh, concert was Shania Twain. Ooh, Shania. At the Pyramid. Yeah. Whose bed have your boots been under? Whose heart did you see? I wonder. This time did it feel like thunder? What else you got? Let's see. Chris, Christy says she saw White Snake. Ooh. First. I, I like this. Now, White Snake had a couple of pretty big hits as well. Like this is big too. That's good stuff, right there. All right, what else? Let's see. Melissa saw Clay Walker first. Yeah, early 90s Clay Walker. There was a bunch of Clay Walker songs. I can make a living out of loving you. I'd be a millionaire in a week or two. I'd be doing what I love and love and See if you remember this Clay Walker song. Like there was this woman. That's good, right? There was this man. Okay, so Clay Walker is a good one. Who else? Oh, I didn't realize this. Chicago was in Jonesboro, and Tommy went to see Chicago. Yeah. That's good. So Tiffany Hall, the first concert she ever went to was 98 Degrees. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Nick Lachey. That's fun. Anything else? I'm jealous with this one. Laura Jones, her first concert, Alanis Morissette. Oh. That's good stuff right there, Atlantis. And Chrissy and Calvin, the first one, the first concert they went to, Diamond Rio. Okay. I'd start walking your way. You'd start walking mine. We'd meet in the middle. Meet that old Georgia pine. We gain a lot of ground. Cause we both give a little. Ain't no look too long. We meet in the middle. There were some pretty big Diamond Rio hits there, too. I think I saw them, too. One more day. Remember this one? That was big. One more they did this one, too. It's like just before oh, I'm done. You like that one? You like? Do you like this one? What a beautiful mess! What a beautiful mess I mean. What about Norma Jean Riley? Everybody says fool, fool, nothing you can do. Never gonna see her with the likes of you. I say watch and see. Oh yeah, Norma Jean Riley's gonna do me. Who was it that got to go see Diamond Rio? Because that's a good one. It was Chrissy. Oh, oh, oh. 
Share these throughout the morning. What was your very first concert? That's the question on Facebook today. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Let's do Carly Pierce. It's next girl. And it's on Arkansas's morning show. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So as soon as we're doing this deal on the radio, all of a sudden y'all started blowing up the socials all about your first concert. (laughs) So we thought we'd go through a few more. So, uh, first concert, what was your first concert? Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Jana Caldwell says Motley Crue. Oh, yeah. What else you seeing? Chris McCluskey, McCluskey says, I was six years old, Fort Worth, Texas, Elvis Presley. Oh, my It's a one for the money, a two for the show, a three to get ready, now go That's cool, man. One of our coworkers, Grover and Elgrish, used to work here. They were outside of Graceland one time in Memphis, and uh, they were trying to get Elvis' attention. They weren't sure if he was home. Guess what? He was home. He came to the fence to the gate and talk to her. Oh my goodness. It's a really cool story. So Elvis, that's a heck of a concert to go see as your first one. Let's see. Amber says her first concert, Bon Jovi. I haven't seen it. Sarah Hunt was at the pyramid when she saw NSYNC. Sarah says it was the best first concert. That is a good one. It is a good that one. That is a good one. Let's see. Dalton Dildon says Neil McCoy at Port Fest. Oh, yeah. Really turns oh, me oh on. yeah. He is the shake. That's a good one, too. Shake it to the left. Shake it to the right. Come on, baby. You know what I like. Shake it real funky. Shake it real low. Shake it till you can't shake it no more. Neil McCoy at Port Fest. Give me that wing. Oh, yes. Slam, bam, I'm feeling all right. Jones, take a hike in the blink of an eye. It's good stuff, man. What was your first concert? It's up on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And we're still getting responses on the first concert you had the chance to go and see. And there's still some good ones out there. And they're all over the place. It's like you said earlier, it's not just country. It's everything. So this has been a lot of fun today. Lori Loggins says her first concert was Sugarland. There's got to be something more. Got to be more than. That's a good one, Lori. Megan Hall says her first concert was Little Texas. Oh my gosh. God bless Texas with his own hand. God 
down Angels from the promised land Gave them a place where they could dance If you wanna see heaven, brother, here's your chance I've been sent to spread the message Man, God bless Texas That's a good one I forgot how much I loved Little Texas back in the day My love All right, Little Texas, that's good. Sandy King Carlock says salt and pepper with Bobby Brown. Then I went country all the way. I think I want to have I've seen them too with Spinderella. It's really good. Did you say salt and pepper? Pepper. There you go. What What a man, what a man, what a man, what a good man. That's good stuff right there. And oh, here's a great one. Amy Jordan says she saw Marty Stewart and Travis Tritt at the convo. Oh, yeah. Well, here's a quarter call someone who cares. Here's Travis. Call, call someone, someone who listen and might give a damn. Maybe one of And you said that Marty Stewart was there too? Yeah. Here's Marty Stewart. You're kind of love. Good burn in town. You remember this? Touch me, turn me on, and burn me down. One more Marty Stewart. As long as it's pumping, honey, it's gonna last. It's a hillbilly rock. Beat it with a drum. Playing them guitars like shooting from a gun. Alright, can we do Travis Tritt? My favorite Travis Tritt. I'm gonna be somebody. Oh, yeah. Keep saying it, Brandon. One of these days I'm gonna break these chains. That's good, man. All right, Travis Tritt, that's a good one. Oh, you First concert, we want to know. It's up on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, we recap our first concerts. Boys to men all the way. Yeah, and mine was, uh, it was a big one, Michael Jackson. That is and big. the story of my grandfather getting us to the show. And then my second concert, which was many years later. And then we talk about your concerts, the ones that you guys saw first. And it's really all over the place. We had a lot of fun. So we also talk about the 4th of July that's coming up this weekend. What is the best time to travel? And when do you not want to be on the road? We go through that data this morning. We talk about the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and mm-hmm. Kelly's time with the cheerleaders. Uh-huh. Uh, We're going to recap that on the show as well. All of that on our podcast. It's the Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast, which is available anywhere you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The series premiere of Tom and Jerry in New York on HBO Max. The 18th season finale of Top Chef on Bravo. Reunion Road Trip on E! The cast of Scrubs reunites with this week's road trip. Tonight's schedule also includes Beat Shazam!, Good Girls, CMT Campfire Sessions, Holy Moly, and The Hustler. All right. Hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.